It's the fantasy show. I'm going to tell you whether all of this is real, and then I'm going to talk about fantasy football as well. We'll do it in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Thank you once again for joining me here on the Lockdown Jaguars podcast. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Lockdown Jaguar, Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder that we are also free on our YouTube page. That's right. Wherever you uh, go to YouTube and subscribe to Lockdown Jaguars, it's free. Make sure you hit the like and that bell button. Also, wherever you get your audio podcast, Make sure you tap in every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode. And also, shout out to my everydayers for joining us every day. That's why we call you everydayers. Thank you for being with us all the time. And if you're new to the podcast, come back tomorrow and you'll be an everydayer too because that's how we roll. What's going on, man? I got a nice, fun show for you guys today. I hope you guys have a good time with it because I had a good time coming up with it. I wanted to talk fantasy football. Now, I wanted to just flat out talk fantasy football, but I realized that not everybody likes fantasy football. In fact, there are a lot of people um, that just ain't, they ain't down for fantasy football like that because they say it interferes with the way that they really, really do watch the game. So I'm going to kind of set you free with that. I want to talk about first, is the Jack's chances real or is it fantasy? Is this all made up? Is it just all about optimism? Or is it really something you can reach out and tangibly grab a hold of and say, we really do, really do have a shot? Also, who are the fantasy football sleepers? Now, to tie all that stuff in together, guys that I think will do well in fantasy football actually helps the Jaguars real football because if they're statistically playing well, there's a better chance that this team is living up to its expectations. So we'll get to all of that and we'll start right now. Are the, the Jags' chances or the opportunity that they have in front of them, is it a real? Is it real? Is it tangible? What makes it, what gives it credibility? We know the answer, but we're going to go through it anyway because training camp is close. They sent out requests for, for registration for credentials. Fans are talking about going. I've already decided that I'm going to New Orleans for me to be making plans. I think it's going to be very, very good, right? So let me explain from my perspective first why this season I know from my standpoint, it's going to be fun, all right? Because either the Jaguars are going to be winning, which is fun because the fans are fun, and then it opens up all of these horizons about your thought process about, well, what can happen, right, if they start winning? What, what are the possibilities? What are the probabilities? What are some of the old things that we're putting in the graveyard and we're burying because so many people, so many people have always talked a bunch of crap about our football team, right? So we'll talk about that. Something else we're going to get into and another perspective is, is that even if it's bad, now I know y'all don't want to hear this. Trust me, I don't want to say it, but I am going to say it and we'll let you behind the veil a little bit. If things go bad, unless it's injury related, if it's injury related, that's the word we don't usually like to use, but we're just going to cut across the field. If it's injury related, there's some sympathy and some apathy and we feel sorry. And then there's hope for next year and all of that. But if it's not injury related, let me tell you what that means for me. 
it still means that I'm going to have a lot of success because I'm going to be whooping on somebody with this microphone. I am going to tear into someone because how dare they build up all of this hope and talk about all of these other things and make all of these moves. Or remember in the offseason when I didn't think they made a lot of moves that they should have made? It better not come back and bite them in the butt. And I'm not really talking about who they picked versus who they didn't pick. I'm talking about them thinking that they had arrived and made it. You should never think that you arrived, right? You should always be pressing towards and pressing that line as if, you know, we ain't, we ain't done nothing yet, right? And there was a little bit in the offseason this year of thinking that maybe they didn't need to do much because they believed in themselves, which they're supposed to, right? They're supposed to. But you as the fan and me doing this job right here, oh, no, we're going to hold them. We're going to hold them accountable now. We're going to hold them accountable. But the other thing that we're going to do is if they got it right, guess what? We're going to say that they got it right because that's what we do. We got to give people credit for exactly what they did and what they didn't do, right? So I think it's real. So I'm going to go on record right here and I say I think it's real. I think it's real because I believe the two most important things on a football field well, for an organization is leadership and talent at the right position. I think Doug Peterson is a great leader. I'm coming around on Trent Baalke, but I think Doug Peterson is a great leader. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great play caller. I think he has a tremendous staff. I know some people want to sit here and question Mike Caldwell, but you ain't question Mike Caldwell when they uh, had to make sure that the Chargers didn't score a touchdown in the second half last year in the playoffs when they were down 27 to seven and he made sure they didn't score a touchdown. So you can't just take that stuff and throw it out of the window whenever it's convenient. The flip side of it is, uh, Shad Khan as an owner. Has he done everything right? No. But I'm not going to argue about Shad's intent. And I'm not going to argue about uh, what he was trying to do. I guess that is intent, right? We delegated authority. Where if you go back and look, he has spent money. He has written checks. He's done everything. He's delegated authority. He's, he's trusted his, his guys. If anything, he just didn't have I wouldn't necessarily say the wrong people because I actually do like Dave Caldwell. And I think if you really look back, he probably did a good job in terms of adding some talent. I, I just think sometimes he had either the wrong mix or he didn't have enough. He should have offered some, some more support back in the day to Dave Caldwell and those guys. And, and perhaps they could have actually gone out and gotten another coach. They kept promoting from within. And, and so that was a big of a problem. But now, I talked about the leadership and I'm talking about the leadership on the field now. And that's Trevor Lawrence. Mainly the two things that I really love is Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence and them together with that coach quarterback combination that we always talk about and how we talk about. It is so important for those things to happen. So therefore, when you're trying to determine whether or not your enthusiasm or the prospect for what this season could be, whether it's real or not, those are actually tangible things that I could point to. And people go, okay, I believe in that. I believe in that. So the third part of that is the thing I said about Shad, he's not going to get in the way. See, we have some owners around the league, and I'm not going to mention it, but they think their stuff don't stink and their organizations are all great. They somehow seem to make comments every single week that seems to circumvent the authority of the coach. And, uh, okay, I'll mention it, Jerry Jones. All right, but anyway – Shot is not going to be that distraction. When you look in Washington and that mess that they've been involved in over the last two decades, you won't have those kind of things go on here. 
you're not going to get a situation where even though sometimes the messaging is screwed up, there are no distractions. He's trying to build a stadium in Jacksonville so that they could stay here. So all of that stuff about them leaving, all of that stuff kind of goes out of the window. So I think it's real. Whether or not it manifests itself, and I think manifest is a word that is entirely overused uh, everywhere, especially on social media, I think I just used it in the proper context. If it manifests itself on the field, great. If it doesn't, I'm going to do my job, and we're going to get through it together like we always have because we had a lot of practice uh, at grief management, and we've done a real good job at being able to get with that. So because of the word fantasy, I'm going to get into fantasy football, and I'm going to talk about some Jacksonville Jaguars that we know are going to be good fantasy players, but some sleepers in these other leagues that you have these other leagues where you get to pick all of these different kind of players and all of these guys that can make contributions. We're going to discuss the frontliners and we're going to discuss some sleepers about fantasy football in segment two. We'll do it in just a second here on locked on Jaguar. Our friends over at eBay motors have teamed with locked on fantasy football host, Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long, whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster so with draft prep underway in the upcoming season let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's ebay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week on the clock for the first overall pick in the 2023 draft it's okay to get downright giddy about doing the gritty that means picking vikings wide receiver justin jefferson is a guaranteed fit over the first two seasons, Jefferson led the league in both receptions and receiving yards. He will remain a dominant number one and target monster. Jefferson is a guaranteed fit to ignite the rest of your fantasy football lineup towards winning success. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. With eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Motors guaranteed fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go for it. Switch gears. Crank the AC and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, get the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only exclusions apply all right rolling along here segment two of locked on jaguars i am the host tony wiggins here on locked on jaguars where's your team every day we thank you for making us your first listen a special shout out to the everydayers all right fantasy football bear with me if you don't play fantasy football because i'm gonna set you free in segment three bear with me Fantasy is the key today. The season is not a fantasy. The hope is not a fantasy. But there is some things about fantasy football that I think you'll enjoy. And for those uh, fantasy-hungry people, make sure you do check out Locked on Fantasy Football also with Vinny Iyer. It is for real. So as I sit here in my comfortable bird dog shorts and I'm sitting there thinking about all those great parts that I'm going to order for my car on eBay Motors, 
man, let me explain something to you. I have a fantasy draft that I do with my friends. It is one of the highlights of my season and in my, of my entire year. One part, because if y'all think I'm a fool, then uh, I, I got two leagues and some of us are, but there's about 18 people over two leagues or 12 point, uh, 12 person leagues. Right. Um, they're all certified fools, right? It is a straight up comedy show. And we've actually taken people with us and told them sit on the side. We don't charge you an admission. You got to watch this. Because we, you want to, you want to talk about a scene from Harlem Nights, a scene from Barbershop, a scene from uh, Do the Right Thing on the Corner. That's what it's most like. If y'all ever seen Sweet Sweet Willie, uh, Robin Harris's character in Do the Right Thing, that's what it's like. It's like a bunch of dudes just picking around, sitting around picking each other. But make no mistake about it, we are dead serious because there's usually a bunch of Skrilla involved and bragging rights, right? So I got big old rings. I got two championships, one in each league, and. Uh, uh, I was the Andy Reid of the league for a long time. I was the dude that played the best, that always got the most out of his team, that sometimes uh, on multiple occasions I've had the best record in the league in both leagues with two totally different rosters and lost the championship, right? So, uh, but I have managed to uh, cash out. All I got to do is finish in the top three. I think I've done that six or seven times and I've actually won it in both leagues. So here's the thing. Fantasy football for me is about fun. It's about camaraderie. And I don't confuse it with real football. There is a conflict, and I'll tell you what that is in segment three. And I know that's why a bunch of people are, are hesitant to play. My boy, Fireman Brian, shout out to Brian. He's the first responder out here. He can't stand it because he says it gets in the way of real football. But for y'all that do get it and understand and that can separate them, the fantasy football leaders for this team are obviously going to be Travis Etienne. I think he'll go first because he's a running back. Uh, then at some point, you'll probably see both Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk off the board, and then Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the best real football player on the team. He's the most important football player on the team. But why is he fourth? Why is he going to go fourth? Well, that's because quarterbacks, are you only, you only need one per team. Well, you need two, but for the most part, you're going to play one guy all year. There's only one bye for every single you know quarterback in the league, right? So once teams get one, once guys who pick get one, they don't go back to that well very often because, well, you need to add up on, you need to stock up on running backs and wide receivers. Most leagues play two running backs, two receivers, and a tight end, and some some play a flex, and that's the one that I play. So that's why those guys will be very, very important. I also believe that Jamal Agnew will have some value, and Zay Jones will have some value. And that's because Jamal Agnew finds a way to score touchdowns. Whenever a guy scores touchdowns, it takes away from the fact that he doesn't get a bunch of touches. Jamal Williams, for, for example, led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. He wasn't even nowhere near the top 20 in yards, but guess what? He was a very valuable member of the team or of every team because he was able to keep punching it in the end zone. So that one six, that one touchdown, whether it's, if one yard touchdown is 6.1 points. That's 61 yards rushing. It's better than having a guy get 61 yards who can't get it in the end zone, right? So that's why I think that's the order for Jacksonville. That's the way this thing is going to go. It's going to go Travis Etienne, big playability and volume, and he can catch the ball. Calvin Ridley, because everybody thinks he's still Calvin Ridley, and I do too. Christian Kirk, because he's shown you what he's going to do. And the Jaguars are going to have multiple receivers that's going to catch a bunch of balls. Zay Jones, because every now and then, Zay will pop up with a seven-catch, 155-yard game with a couple of tutties. And, and they're going to move the ball around a lot. That hurts you a little bit 
that hurts you a little bit because you don't have what you would consider a bell cow, right? I also think Tank Bigsby, Tank Bigsby is going to get some love. The second running back on this team. I think he's going to get a lot of love. I think he's going to get a lot of touches. I think he's going to get a lot of touches near the end zone because of his running style, the way he is. He's tough. And he can catch the catch the football. Now, a lot of teams play with defensive guys. Boy, Oluwakan has either led the league or been number two in tackles for the last three seasons. Why would you not take a guy who's a tackling machine? These linebackers are your defensive players or your linebackers if you're looking at more of a uh, team, uh, the sort of league that kind of takes guys at different positions. Foy Olocon is going to be at the top. I think Rayshon Jenkins and Andre Sisco will also get some love. The question is, are they going to get any love from their edge rushers? I heard this morning, somebody put it on Twitter, that uh, Jaguar veteran and Hall of Famer Tony Baselli said there's going to be 25 sacks between Josh Allen and, and Trayvon Walker. I, you know what? I, I'm not going to say it's not because I'm hoping for it too. I think there'll be 25 sacks maybe between three people. I don't know who the third person is going to be. Could be could be uh, 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 Smith. Could be the young kid, you know, um, who sat out last year with an injury. You know, it, it could be Jordan Jordan Smith. That's what I'm talking about. It could you get could get some pressure up the middle from Devon Hamilton. I don't know. Could be Devin Lloyd. How they're going to move him around a little bit. But there are going to be a lot of people on this team that are going to be able to score a lot of points. I think Brandon McManus is going to get some love as a kicker because he can kick it from a mile away, and there's just more confidence than in him than anybody that they've had in the past. So I do think these guys are going to be really, really good players for fantasy football, and I anticipate that they are going to uh, really, really have a, an opportunity uh, to make some noise on a national level from a football perspective with Jackson. Now I'm going to talk about the people that don't play that don't really play uh, fantasy football. I'm, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to try to – am I going to try to sit here and totally uh, – am I going to try to totally convince you that you need to not think the way that you think about fantasy football? No, I'm not going to do that because I just – I don't know. I, I just kind of think that that's the wrong thing to do. But I will tell you that I do think – I know what you're missing out on. I think you're I think you're missing out on something. And um I'm gonna I'm gonna try to clear it up what you're really, really missing out on and try to get you away from that thinking that uh that you're missing real football when you uh, play so pay pay so much attention to and give so much attention to fantasy football. I'm gonna do all of that in just a second here as we get to our third and final segment here on Locked on Jaguars. All right, man, running it down here, talking about fantasy, 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 what fantasy football means to you and what uh, you can do if you're a person that does not like fantasy football. Just a quick recap. This season is not a fantasy season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It just isn't. I think it's real. I think it's tangible. I think it's something that you can absolutely reach out and touch as a fan. And you have every single reason to be optimistic. I honestly believe that this, you, know, you guys are going to be really, really excited about everything that the Jaguars do on the field this season and there's really really nothing for you to 
to be concerned with uh, when it comes to whether or not this is going to be a really, really good season for the Jacksonville Jaguars or not. I, I think you guys are going to be extremely happy uh, with uh, the product that is on the field, uh, the prospects of uh, how well you know the Jaguars are going to look down the stretch uh, going into the playoffs, how well they're going to look good for the future. All of those things, I really do believe that you're going to have a lot of hope. You're going to have a lot of reason for optimism. So friends of mine, they don't play fantasy football, right? They're sitting here like, man, I don't want to mess up my real football thinking about football that is not real, right? So yeah, fantasy football is very much something different from just rooting for your favorite single team every week. And sometimes the conflict arises and the real reason why the conflict arises is because let's just say you go out on a limb and you say, well, uh, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is, is a really good player, but I don't want to root for a guy for the Tennessee Titans. So if you're in Vegas and somebody say, who do you think is going to have the most yards and touchdowns this week? And if you think it's Derrick Henry, it's fine as long as he's not playing against your team. When he's playing against your team, you really do feel like you're betraying your team for rooting for a guy that that got to play against your team. But this is where we separate fandom from reality. We know that Derrick Henry is going to play well. There's some games like last year in the playoffs, he didn't play well against the Jaguars. There's a real chance that you could sit and look at the game plan and go, he's not going to play well. I think the Jaguars are going to shut him down. Or if you still want to be a fan of the Jaguars and say, nope, they're going to shut him down and you want your optimism, would you bet your money on that? If, if if it's something you would bet on, then it's something that you can say, you know what, I think this is going to happen. It is strictly just about dictating what's going to happen. Not that you're rooting against your own team. You know, if the Jaguars can win 38 to 14 and Derrick Henry can have 50 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Those two touchdowns were the 14 points that they scored. He does well for you in fantasy. The Jaguars bust them in the mouth and does well for you in real football. I really do think that if you thought about it that way and take yourself out of it, besides they're only going to play one team every week. They're only going to play one team every week. If you have that guy on your team, you don't, if the Jaguars are going to play against the Raiders and you have Josh Jacobs on your roster, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, leave Josh Jacobs on the bench and put somebody else in. Now when Josh Jacobs has 117 yards and a receiving touchdown, in a 38 to 13 win by the Jaguars against the Raiders, you're going to feel crazy because you left them on the bench and you allowed your emotions to enter the picture. The key to fantasy football is keep your emotions out of it. Just like if you're out there, if you're on FanDuel and you, and you're making a, a wager, keep your emotions out of it. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to give you something else. It's like the draft. Let's just say your college team is university of Florida, right? And your pro team is the Jaguars, which that is quite possible around here because that's the way, you know, that's this is what it is, right? I would say a whole bunch of Jaguar fans are Gator fans. Did y'all want them to draft? I know everybody wanted them to draft Antonio Pierce last year. Not Antonio Pierce, Damian Pierce. But did y'all want them to draft Brenton Cox as an edge rusher? No. Because you didn't you didn't think he was very good and you thought he quit on your team. So you're separating reality from fantasy. That's fine. Would you want him to draft Will Anderson? Yes, you would want him if they had that pick to draft him. You don't care about where he comes from. 
That's what see, that's a situation where you're now putting reality and fantasy together as opposed to sitting here thinking that it's almost like people think they're cheating on their real team. Do yourself a favor, man. Just don't draft somebody from one of your rivals. If you never want anybody for the Titans to have success and you go, I don't want anybody from the Titans to have success, then for, by all means, don't draft any Tennessee Titans on your team. Might not win, but still, because Derrick Henry is a pretty valuable player in fantasy football. Sometimes, though, a gift that keeps on giving is you can draft guys that you like and it never, ever, ever affects the team that you root for. I've had situations like that where, you know what? You can do what I did years ago. I took everybody on the Chargers. And the reason why I did that, this is back when Phillip Rivers was their quarterback and LaDainian Tomlinson was the running back and Vincent Jackson was the wide receiver. And sometimes you could take the backup running back and Antonio Gates was – I took them every week because they ain't playing no defense and they were going to score 35 points a game and everybody was going to eat. So I took a bunch of chargers. I'd be losing games. And then what would happen every single week when the chargers come on to play, I'd be way behind. And by halftime, I would have made up 75, 80 points. And guys were like, Oh my God, here he comes again. Yep. Here I come. You can almost do the same thing with the chiefs. If you're lucky enough to get Mahomes and Kelsey and then get Pacheco and late in the rounds, you could just sit there every single week and go, don't worry, I'm coming. Ain't no problem. So there's a way for you to enjoy fantasy football and real football. I do it. Even if I'm playing against somebody that sometimes you're playing against somebody that you actually you you actually bet on that team. Like I might make a wager and bet on a team and then I'm playing against the guy in, in fantasy. Well, I want him to score because I want him to, I want my team to win because I want to win me some money. And then hopefully, even if he gets off, guess what? Maybe I'll have a guy who will get off and maybe I can make up for it in other areas. Make sure you watch Locked on Fantasy Football so Vinny I can tell you all the different areas, all the different types of league with the PPRs. That's what I play, whether it's a dynasty league, whether, whether you have a flex, whether, whether there is no PPR, whether standard, all of those things determine who you draft and who you don't. So let's make this clear. A root for the Jags. I think their chances are real. It is not fantasy, but I love fantasy football. Fantasy football is the real deal. I have a lot of fun with it. The Jaguars are going to be one of those teams that have a lot of guys that are going to be capable of scoring every week. You have to determine who those guys are going to be. And if you're a fan that does not like fantasy football, you're missing out. You can really separate real fantasy football from bad fantasy football all right man make sure you check out locked on nfl today's episode is out right now me and james rapine we recorded that it is pretty funny too he talks about a critter the dude actually said aaron Rodgers had a critter on his head last year with that bad haircut so hilarious stuff make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcast remember it's your team every day and we always thank you for making your us your first listen shout out to the everydayers and if you're not an everydayer come back tomorrow and maybe i'll call you one until then take care of each other and we'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguars. You like that delay? I do too. We'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguars.